Hello and welcome back to Idol Talk. In this episode, we discuss the songs we just can't get enough of, whether they're new releases or just due to us, from some of our faves in the K-pop industry. This episode will cover Same Set by One Us, After Like by Ive, and Ring My Bell, What a Wonderful World by Billy. Stay tuned because we got you covered with the K-pops. Hello and welcome back to Idol Talk, where we explore South Korean pop culture one obsession at a time. My name is Casey and I'm your host. Hey everyone, I'm Ashley and I am once again excited for the NCT 127 comeback in four days as of this recording. Uh, They just released more teaser images for Johnny, Tail, and Heichan. They are very spicy. And we have Gabe back with us. Yes, hello everybody. Um, I'm back for another episode. And I just wanted to say that (laughs) on this episode, luckily, I like all of the songs. Wow. I know, right? So we better not be seeing any hate comments on this episode (laughs) on Instagram. Yeah, we're not over it. So as Gabe has uh, alluded to, we have another K-Bops episode for you where we discuss the songs we just can't get enough of, whether they're new releases or just new to us from some of our faves in the K-Pop industry. I'm doing like an ASMR, like relaxing tone. I'm experimenting since I'm hosting. Um, Let me know how you like it. Um, cause I'm going to keep talking. I'm going to kick us off with the recs and, um, my rec for this episode is one us same scent. So it's no secret that I have a type when it comes to the songs that I like and the songs that I'll recommend. And uh, Same Scent aligns with that, but I'll get into it. So we've talked about One Us on the pod when it comes to the competition reality shows that Ashley and Gabe watch and I don't watch so I really don't really like I really don't know them um so I'm just gonna since we've never like actually done a wreck from one us before I'm just gonna get into them really quick so they debuted January 9th 2019 under RBW Entertainment um they have six members Raven, Soho, Lido, Konhi, uh, Huan, Yung, Huan Wung, that's a, it's hard for me, I'm gonna call him Wung, and then Chion. Um, the song, Same Scent, is off of their September 5th comeback, which is their eighth mini album called Malice. And Same Scent is their title track. Um, Malice debuted number five on the worldwide iTunes album chart. And their title song, Same Scent, which is my recommendation, is about missing someone, yearning. Um, When I first watched the music video, 
I was actually kind of scandalized because one of the lines translated in English was, My body wants you bare.、Mm. And I was like, That's really. <laughs> that's very scandalous.、Um, yeah. And Bearing in mind, I don't know anything about Wanas. I know who they are. Like, I know they exist, but I'm not like, familiar with their discography. I'm not familiar with their like, general vibe or concept. So that line like, gave me goosebumps.、Um, but then later, I like, looked at the、um, comment section, and it turns out the actual translation of the line is. My body remembers you, which is still kind of scandalous, but not as scandalous as my body、yeah. wants you bear.、Um, <laughs> and the song and the music video really align with my typical tastes in boy groups because it hits all of the things sensual, sparkly mesh, ju- body jewelry,、mm-hmm. sh- open, sh- open chestness. Serving waste.、Uh, a lot of the choreo is kind of reminiscent of Taemin style, and some BTS Blood, Sweat, and Tears was I was reminded of,、mm-hmm. which was my gateway drug to BTS, by the way. So you, I am a fan of sensuality.、Um, also, hello, I like only one of. So、yeah. <laughs> this song was definitely along that vibe.、Um, And just in general, it's like very mature. I also think that this is my, this is gonna be my gateway drug into One Us.、Um, I also wanna do a special shout out to my second favorite track from Malice, which is called Stupid Love. And it's got like a punk, punk rock type of vibe, which, or rock and roll type of vibe. I don't know which one it accurately would be.、Uh, Would be the genre.、Um, and y'all know that's also like something I really like. And yeah. And then I also really want to really quickly want to talk about <laughs> if you haven't had a chance already, you should look up the Relay Dance video from this YouTube channel called M2. Where, so in the beginning of the choreo, it starts off with Woong. He's like got his arms around Soho and they're like in the center. And in that particular video, Wung is like quickly unbuttoning Soho's shirt so that it shows more chest. And I thought, this is, a, this is an idol who knows what the fans want. <laughs> like, I will stand this group simply because of that one moment. Yeah. <sighs> That's it. What, what are your thoughts on this music video? I will say, I have been. Like, I don't really follow One Us too closely, but I've listened to, I think, pretty much their whole discography of title tracks since their debut, and they've always kind of delivered pretty good quality stuff.、Um, so, I mean, I think they have like, grown from pretty much being new goos to somethings、yeah. over their, the course of their career, which is really respectable, you know?、Um, <laughs> And then they're on their eighth mini album already, so it's like really hard. It's like they're coming back so often, they're just like、mm-hmm. putting out so much good music constantly. So, no complaints for me. It was a great song. Feelsy, good hook in the chorus. Yeah.、Um, it's kind of an earworm a little bit. 
yes. but it's still sensual and kind of like mysterious at the same time. So I can see why it vibes with Casey. <laughs> yes. There's uh the live stage for this has like snakes. Snakes. Oh my god. Like like, like real snakes. No, no, no. Not real oh. snakes. Oh, that would be like on some Britney Spears <laughs> shit, but like they had like statues of snakes. Oh. So it was very like it was giving you like a dangerous slithery sensuality. Big fan. What are your thoughts, Ash? I really liked the water. <gasps> yes. Oh my god, I can't believe I missed I didn't even talk yeah, about that. Barefoot concept, dancing in the water mm-hmm. in Foot focus. <laughs> foot focus. <laughs> we love a good foot focus. In suits. They were dancing in the water in suits. I thought that was pretty nice. Um honestly, I I feel like One Us is one of those groups that are like not memorable. And I don't I don't mean that as like a Okay, I mean that honestly because I remember watching Road to Kingdom and I was really hyped for that show. And then when you said you were recommending One Us, A, I didn't even know that they were releasing music. And then B, I couldn't remember any of their stages from Road to Kingdom because they yeah. just were not memorable, you know. And they're so I think they're one of those groups that like yes, they continuously put out music, but they're all just very like mediocre. I thought this song was good. Mm. Um, I wouldn't. I like that you like it. It's not my personal fave. I like their song Lit. I like more like just because I like more hype songs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, overall it was a good song with good choreography and a good music video. Yeah, I was seeing like general um, consensus online. Like obviously the fans, um, the fandom aka Two Moon loved it it was a hit to them and to me but a criticism i saw um throughout like the comment section of videos and on reddit was that they play it safe with their releases and they're always good but it's not like the it's not making an impact because it's not doing anything different or risky yeah than what they've done previously or what other groups are doing yes it's the same comment I, I mean, that I have about WJSN. Like, mm. they consistently release good music that is better than okay, but not extraordinary. Wow. Mm-hmm. And that got them, that bagged them a queendom win. <laughs> <laughs> Above average. That's good, though. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, they're. I think they're making a solid career out of what they're doing, and like, yeah, they've had growing success since they have started on their concept. Like, they've had the same concept since debut, basically. When I go back and watch all of their different title tracks, so it's like, like if it's working, they're steadily growing little by little over each release. Like, I don't see a reason for them to change. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. so 
yeah, I think they're they're doing okay for themselves. You know, I agree with Ashley a little bit. You know, it's not extraordinary, and like it sounds, the song sounds like a lot of other Oneus releases. But you know, the fans like them for that, and they're gonna mm-hmm. get more of the same with this one. So consistent. Yes. Yes. I like that for the reason that you can never say, "Oh, I miss the old Oneus." or any other group that does this because that means that they're reliable and they could be like a consistent presence of so when we're talking about like K-pop fandoms there's a cons- there's also a um a prevailing like diagnosis of a K-pop stan is that like K-pop groups and idols prey on like the mental illnesses of K-pop fans like there's a hole in our lives oh. that K-pop fills, right? Yes. <laughs> of of whatever. So I can see that, like fans who want consistency, who want to feel like they can rely on their idols, would gravitate towards the groups who don't really like change or like experiment too wildly. Because a common criticism of like groups like BTS is like, oh, I I like the old BTS or whatever. Yeah. And that can be polarizing enough that fans leave the fandom. Um, right. I think I said the same thing about Blackpink, where you can you can never really say, like, I miss the old Blackpink because they're kind of doing the same iteration of the same vibe over and over. I'm going to dive – I'm going to become a one stan and, like, really dive into this so that I could make a full diagnosis. Um, but for now, this is, this is, again, my opinion. This is just what I'm, like, seeing online and stuff. So um, – Overall, love this music video. I can't, I mean, it's catchy. Like the song, like what's that? Uh, I don't know what the term is, Earworm. but like it's yes. Um, the part where it's like, same. like yeah. that part, like plays repeatedly in my head. And this is what I needed. This is what I needed to get into One Us <laughs> and start being like an intense stan. A two moon. A two moon, yes. And then maybe I'll actually like them enough to to watch Road to Kingdom and then finally have an opinion on yeah. that. Or maybe it's too late, whatever. No, it's not too late. It's only been like three years? Four? Oh, that's three? right. Two? Three? That's, I don't know. That's a lifetime no, in No, they debuted though. in 2019. So they... Oh. Yeah, so I think, I think Road to Kingdom was 2020. So it's been two years. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not that old. Yeah. Okay, Still I'll try relevant. it. It's a 2019 and they already have eight mini albums. That's yeah, they're working hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. All right, Gabe, you want to take us into your recommendation? Sure. So, as usual, not breaking the mold at all, I'm recommending a girl group. Big surprise. Love it. And the... <laughs> This time it's Ives' latest title track, After Like.
After Like is continuing the trend of kind of Ives singing about love and like, I don't know, they're just, from Love Dive to Eleven to this song, it's always been the theme kind of about falling in love and like young love, sort of. Mm -hmm. um, and the really interesting thing about this song is that it samples Gloria Gaynor's famous retro hit from like the 70s or 80s, I think, 70s. called I Will Survive. Yeah, that's where I recognize. Oh my god, I can't believe that yeah. didn't click right away. So they sampled "I Will Survive," and they actually in the teasers leading up to the release, they teased the sample part of the song, mm. um, and not the rest of the song. So everybody was kind of anticipating, like, what are they going to do with the sample? Is it going to flop? Is it going to be like a good use and good callback to the original? Mm -hmm. um, and I think the consensus is that it pays homage to the original song pretty well, and they kind of integrate it in um, pretty well, too. Yeah. So, the music video, um, let's just... So, Ashley said this before. She said the music video definitely shows that Starship put tons of budget into this <laughs> one, which I agree. Yeah, at, at um, first, so at the end of the music video, there's, like, fireworks. And at first, I couldn't yes. tell that if the fireworks were CG or if they were real. But the more you look at it, like, you could tell that they're on a stage and the fireworks are real. And so I was like, holy shit. No, shit. I thought it was CGI. No, it's not. I think it's real. It's real. I think it's real. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, it's real. They really told I if they were like, hey, girls, like, we, we just spent, like, however thousands of dollars on fireworks like you have one take to do the yeah. choreo right on the stage they really <laughs> did yeah <laughs> but yeah other than so okay other than the very last scene the music video does a really good job i think of kind of paying homage to the retro concept as well um i was watching it, some reactors on youtube talk about it but basically that the camera work is a little bit lower quality mm. like they use lower they use like lenses and like camera techniques that are common for older um like older music videos yeah and so that's oh. how they kind of communicate the retro-ness of the video is like through the camera work and through um, the lenses and everything yeah um and then another thing i found interesting was the styling of all the members so they each have like a central color that mm. is like their color yes. and it's the same colors that are on the like the tv like error test screen you know oh. yeah so like that opening frame where it's like the opening frame is like kind of a reference to the error test screen and all the colors on there are colors that each of the members oh. are like represented in the music video yeah okay wow so yeah, the music I video I think that. is really well done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had to watch the reaction channels to like catch all of this because they explained it to me. Yeah. Um, My favorite part of the music yeah. video was, um, so in a lot of the solo scenes, it's the members who like in stages. And I thought that was a callback to music videos from the 70s. Cause you know how in the 70s it's like, they shoot music videos in a box. 
-hmm. and like a set basically and each of the members are very obviously in their own sets like a like a stage set so i thought that was a callback to like 70s uh production and then while they're in their own sets there's like that camera that moves by itself I don't know what those type of cameras are called. It's like a camera on an arm that's like robotic. And it looked as if the camera was moving with the girls like doing choreography. Like it was like complimenting their choreography. Did you guys catch that? It no. was like, I mean, yeah. it was like, it's like a tracking camera. So like as they move, like the camera also moves, but I thought it was just fun because mm -hmm. it looked like it was also dancing with the girls. Yeah. The whole video I'm was so fun to me. Like I felt joy watching it. And also calling back to your comments right before we were recording, like budget. Yeah. Like they really invested in this music video for some reason. Like it was high quality. It was very high quality. All that starship money is going to Ive and not Cosmic Girls, but or Monster Ooh, X. That's... Is Monster X starship? Oh yeah, 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 mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, Ive is doing so well. Like they're so popular. I'm not surprised that Starship is like we gotta invest. Yeah, we gotta ride yeah. this as far as it goes. As of yesterday, they got um, their first perfect all kill on the charts. <laughs> With the song and how long and has it been since they debuted like a couple of months 11 well they released 11 last year i think oh, like near wow. the end of the year the perfect all kill was super impressive even more so because think about the people they're up against right blackpink new jeans twice um mm -hmm. they're all on the charts like in the top 10 or 15 as well so it's like they're up against like some big groups. That's true. On the charts. And they're hanging, hanging in there. So dare I say I might make Starship relevant again. <gasps> I think. <laughs> you don't make think Starship that, you don't relevant think Monster again. X made Starship relevant? Okay, yeah, yeah. But like Ive is like a totally they different like Monster X didn't have like the mass appeal that I've has right now. Like, I, I don't think Monster yeah. X was getting perfect all kills on the on the charts, right? No. I don't know. Probably not. Uh, yeah. Um anyways, and so I had a question for you two is compared to Love Dive and Eleven and this song, what is your ranking of I've title tracks? Love Dive Eleven after like Mine would be Love Dive after like 11. Oh. Yeah, I, I think I'm the same as Ashley. Yeah. yeah. After Like is very good. And you, you even said like, um, no, who was it in our group chat that said that Ive is, is like eclipsing twice? Oh, I said that. Because twice, oh yeah, it was, it was Casey. Because Twice hasn't. Have they won any music shows for, for, Talk Talk or whatever their song is? Talk that talk. No. Talk they that talk. Not. Wow. 
They have not. They got nominated uh, on Inky Gaio, I think, and maybe Music Core and M Countdown, maybe. I don't know. But they have not won any shows with that song yet. So Yeah, so that's exciting for for Ive. It is. I'm happy for, I'm happy for them and I'm looking forward to their album. I think the album is just gonna be a collection of all of their previous singles with like one new song. <laughs> I think that's a safe prediction to make. That follows the pattern of typical um, albums. I think Treasure did the same thing. They released like three singles and then an album. Oh, you're right. They did. We haven't really heard from them since. Yeah, Ashley, what's going on with them? They're coming out with a new album. They've had... My prediction is that they had to wait for Blackpink to die down a little bit so YG can get some hype and then they can start releasing music. They need to ride the Blackpink coattails. No, they don't. They don't, but it's not not like it's going to hurt them. Wait, remember last year, didn't Treasure release all their stuff like right after Blackpink? Yes. Oh, so this is following a pattern too. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Blackpink gets YG's name in everybody's mouth. And then once everyone remembers YG, then everyone can start release. Like all other groups can start. Oh my God. Again. <laughs> Icon. Winner. Treasure. Winner. <sighs> like I'm, I'm sure we'll hear releases from them soon. All right. Oh well, God. looking forward to that, I guess. <laughs> um, I've, I think is like, I think indicative of their mass appeal and success that they went up on music shows against actual titans of industry and got a perfect all kill. Like, that's so wild to me. I mean, we knew they were going to be a hit. They have Won Young. And, you know, in (laughs) K-pop, it just takes one member to catapult your group to world in like fame so although i will say about i when i first heard the song i was not into it like at all because i thought oh, so it was a grower. Same. yeah so this song's for me at least it was definitely a grower i had to listen to it like three or four times to kind of really latch onto it um because at first i was like the sample doesn't really work it felt Does like it? it felt like it was like one key too low Yes, at one point, one hundred percent. I was like, oh, it just needs to go up one key, but yeah, they make it work. But at first listen, it doesn't work. It's like just a little bit off to where it's awkward. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. they tie it in towards the end, like the girls do their rap over the sample, and then it like all makes sense. But like when they first play the sample, it's like, mm, okay, fine. Yeah. I I will say um, my one thing I didn't like about Afterlike, which is why I ranked it third, is I didn't like the rap por- uh, portion of the song. I I, I thought it, it was maybe it's because it's over the sample, but I I just didn't think it really fit. And while I was there was a point where I was listening to... No, I was watching the music video in preparation for this recording. I had already heard the song when it came out. 
And then once I watched the music video, I thought to myself, does every song really need a rap break? Or can we just like omit that sometimes? You know what I mean? But no, we got to give those rappers work. <laughs> what are they going to do? Sing? <laughs> uh, okay, I guess. Got to keep got to yeah. keep our idols employed. We don't like when yes. our idols are jobless. Right. <sighs> All right. Does anyone have any closing thoughts on Ive after like? All right. Ashley, you promised that this is going to be um a long one, so let's just get into it. I saved you a lot of time. Um, okay, thank you. Go ahead. So I want I want to preface that I like I discovered this song last week, but I didn't tell the group that this was my recommendation because I was waiting for a boy song to speak to me. But recently, the boy songs, the boy releases, have just not been hitting, which is why I'm really looking forward to the NCT comeback. Like that shit better hit because <laughs> I've been I've been standing like girl groups hard for the past couple it's of weeks. It's been a girl group. So era. I need I need to get back to the boy groups. But anyway. My recommendation is a new group called Billy, spelled B-I-L-L-L-I-E. Three L's. Um, and the song I'm recommending is Ring My Bell. so new. Billy is a seven-member girl group under Mystic Story Entertainment, which is a subsidiary label under SM Entertainment. Uh, the members are Moon Sua, Suhyun, Haram, Tsuki, Shion, Shiyun, and Haruna. Uh, they debuted on November 10, 2021 as six members, and then nine days after their debut, they added a seventh member. I don't know why they did that. I don't know why they just didn't debut the seventh member at the beginning, but whatever. Um, their fandom name is Believe. Like B E L L L I E V E. Oh god. Oh my god, there's okay. three L's in Believe. that one too. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a backstory to the to the L's. Okay. Oh I, like, I, I'll I, get, I, I'll... I imagine there is. <laughs> yeah. So the fandom name is Believe. Their colors are Mystic Blue and Mystic Violet, oh. which just looks like gray blue, gray violet. Um, their oldest member was born in 1999, so she's 23 years old, and their youngest member uh, was born in 2006, so she's 16 years old. One thing, one more thing that I'll add is that the older, the oldest member, she's not the leader because the group, I guess, has no leader. She's just the oldest member. She's the younger sister of Moonbin from Astro. Oh, so she's like kind of famous. K-pop nepotism. Yeah. Wow, I have a lot of info about these girls. Six of them are Korean, two of them are Japanese. Two girls are former SM trainees. One girl is a former YG trainee, and they've all 
participated in like multiple react like competition shows, including Unpretty Rap Star, Mix Nine, and Girls Planet Nine Nine Nine. Wow! So they've been all over the place, and finally they landed over at in Billy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Billy, I really liked their. The song "Ring My Bell" because of the vocals, but Billy is mainly known for their lore, which is very, very, very extensive. Like the, it took me I when I was researching their lore, I came across、uh, a Twitter page that had like resources. To websites that like had pages and pages and pages detailing like every music video and like trailer, the the like pamphlets inside the album, like everything, because everything ties into their lore. Like every single song relates to the lore, like all of the albums and their concept, all of the music videos. Like there is a whole Billy world. So the themes of their lore are friendship, love, fantasy, in the sense that there's like monsters.、Um, there's multiple universes. There's deceit, mystery, and murder? Question mark. There's a murder. So the meaning behind their group, Billy, it's broken up into three parts. B I, which is the Korean word for rain. L <laughs> L, which is represents the number eleven, and then the last part, L I E, which just spells out the English word lie. So rain eleven lie. It's. It means, according to their legend, when the <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> when, I say this, when I say this out loud, it just sounds crazy. Like, but just commit. It'll tie. It'll tie together. Okay. According to their legend, when the eleventh bell rings in the middle of the purple rain, something strange happens. The girls lie about it. About what happens in order to keep the strange event a secret. So, what is that secret, and what is the event that happens? You ask. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>、uh, okay. It's so.、Uh, so the Billy story revolves around obviously the members.、Um, Billy. Uh, is not a member. It's actually a character in their lore named Billy Love, and this character disappears on the eleventh day. On the eleventh day like, of what? <laughs> they just like reference the eleventh day. Like she disappears on the eleventh day, and that's the event that this whole lore is around. How she disappears, nobody knows. Uh, maybe she was murdered.、Uh, the the members are friends with the girl named Billy Love, and、um, I was gonna describe the 
the trailer where it details the story, but honestly, it's it's too long. And I know that I'm not going to be brief about it, so I'm just going to skip it. But basically, there's a girl named Billy Love. She disappears. All of the members know exactly what happens to her, but at the same time, they don't. So Billy, like, on the 11th day, like, they were supposed to hang out with Billy, and, or they were all, all the members were hanging out, and they realized that Billy is alone at her house in the attic. <laughs> and they, once, once they realize that Billy is alone, they go over to her. But by the time they get to her, Billy's missing. And they're like, shit, their friend is missing. What happened to them? They were all too late. And then they stand in the purple rain. Like, just in their sadness. It's just, it's, does what I'm saying make sense? I mean, yes, but also no. Yeah, because it's confusing. The thing that took Billy, they don't know whether it was, like, a monster or, like, something supernatural. They also think that Billy was taken by something and brought to like another universe and so when they in their debut music video they are like searching around billy's house for her and then they finally go up to the attic to where they like where she was when she was missing and then they enter a door that supposedly takes them into like another universe so there's like a multiverse happening the reality and the other universe where which is like fantasy where billy is so all this lore is coming out through music videos music videos yeah so if i were and to watch all the music videos i would get the same information or is there external sources for some of this it was so it's in their music videos it's in the meanings behind the songs, like the lyrics itself, all have like different parts of the story, like different perspectives of the story. And then there's like, um, like within their albums, they have like pages inside uh. of their albums that also give more background. So, yeah. It's kind of a lot, honestly, and I'm pretty sure I didn't do a very good job <laughs> of explaining it. So if what I said was interesting, I would recommend you go just Google Billy Lore Explained, and you will come up with a Twitter page <laughs> with resources. Can you explain the fan name? You said there was a meaning behind that, too. Oh no, there's a fan there's a meaning behind their name. Oh, just the group name, not the fandom yeah, name. Yeah, just the group, not the fandom name. Okay. Just the group name. Wow. So, <laughs> wow. I mean I know it's a lot. The music video did show me there was some there was something going on and I'm I was missing a large chunk of the story. That's how I felt watching yeah. it. So they've released three mini albums. The recommendation that I have, Ring My Bell, is off their third mini album. The first mini album is called The Village of Perception, Chapter One, <laughs> which, <laughs> which takes place in reality, everyday life. Their second mini album 
is called um, The Collective Soul and Unconscience, Chapter 1, which takes place in their unconscious imaginary world. So if you look at the music videos between like a like the mini album one and mini album two, they're completely different. Like one is really the first one's really dark and like kind of scary. And then the second one is like all colorful and just like a little bit strange. Like there's a, a like very colorful. There's a rabbit that pops out with like one eye. It's like very clearly imaginary. Then the third mini album, which my recommendation is from, is called um, The Village of Perception Chapter 2, which goes back to the reality world. And in my music video, there it's, it's the girls like in a rock scene, like they're in different scenarios at school and they're getting chased by this like super large like it looks like some sort of video game character that's like circular and green like green facial expressions and my interpretation of that is that there's somehow a crop like a crossover happening between the real world and reality or like the real world and the imaginary which is why there's like monsters inside of their classroom Mm. so it's yeah so your expl this is just my this is what i'm gonna say next is just based on your explanation okay. um of the lore have you guys ever seen that movie sucker punch it's about this these girls that are in a they're in an insane asylum and right want the main character yes. Like, is she, like, dissociates and goes into this, like, fantasy world where she's fighting monsters, but it's an a form of escapism from the reality, which is that they're all in an asylum. So what I'm yes. getting from your explanation of the lore is a similar concept where maybe something really terrible happened to their friend Billy Love, and all yes. of this is just them kind of... Coping, it's coping with, it. with it, escaping from it, it's coming up with their own explanation. That's really dark, though. Like, if, if we're gonna say, like, my theory is wrong because it's not really fully formed, um, it's still a dark lore. And it is pretty dark. Yeah. And there are ver there are lots of interpretations of the lore. There's, like, obviously the one that we're talking about, um, I got like kind of what's what's that TV show on ABC with the girls Pretty Little Liars. Oh, yeah. That's I kind of got that vibe too because there is a missing girl that potentially was murdered oh, in that show. Mm -hmm. Um it also gave me like like girly red velvet like when red velvet like you know uh -huh. peekaboo peekaboo yeah, yeah, yeah. when when they're like kind of scary but like still cute. Yeah. So, like, if Pretty Little Liars had a peekaboo type of theme, that's what it gave me. And then there's also, like, there's also themes around, like, growing up. So, for example, the title track, Ring My Bell, it, what is, um, 
It describes feelings we have at a turning point in our lives as we grow up becoming an adult from a child, becoming a member of society from a student, and a new beginning and determination. So there's like, there's like adulthood themes as well, like just experiencing like big changes Damn. and them coping with it, you know? That's deep. Yeah, it was, it was a lot. And as you know me, like, I'm a very surface level <laughs> consumer of K-pop, you know? I like hot guys, like bops, you know? Sometimes I like to get in a little emotional, but I don't really dive deep into the lore. And so once I... Once I realized that this group had a lore, like, obviously I had to describe it because that's, like, a huge part of their, their image. And then I realized, like, this is, this is too much. I do think it's interesting. And I, overall, I really like their title track, Ring My Bell. What drew you into the song in the first place? Um, I enjoyed the 70s rock style and the powerful vocals. Yeah, the vocals were wild. Yeah, there's whatever, whoever that lead vocal is, like she, there's multiple main vocals, but like they were killing it towards the end, Mm -hmm. especially with the electric guitar going ham. Mm -hmm. Like I just, I had it, when I first heard it, I was listening to it really loud as I normally do all music like in my headphones, just like vibing. And when that, like when the guitar started going in, the vocals were going ham, like it just felt so fun and energetic. Mm -hmm. And I imagined myself watching it live and just thinking like how amazing that would be. Oh yeah, it would be. They do like a key change towards the end where she goes Mm -hmm. really high. With that vocals, I was like, wow. Yes. Like Yeah. Yeah, that, even, that is very hard to hit. Even the live stage, she went for it. It was impressive. Yeah. If this is like I haven't listened to their first two albums, but um they are they're kind of like Dreamcatcher in the sense where they try a lot of different genres all of their title tracks are different vibes like this is a very hard rock song their their um second album was very poppy like the title was very poppy and then the first album their debut track was like obviously kind of scary and like (laughs) (laughs) because their whole lore was scary is scary so I, I recommend them just like if you are a surface level consumer like me and you don't want to dive into their lore, they are amazing singers. And I don't know if they could do it all because they're still so new, but just their music is very good. Gabe, with Ashley's description of this group being like Dreamcatcher, but like they also do other genres. Like, what is your impression of, like, both this song and the group overall? Mm, <clears throat> so I've actually, I, I'm familiar with the first two title tracks that they released. 
Um, and as standalone, like just from a music perspective, they were good songs. I like both of them. Um, I think the first one was Ring Ring, and then the second one was Ginga Minga mm-hmm. Yo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, they definitely do try a lot of different stuff. And I think they're versatile in that sense. Um, the the thing that I think is different from Dreamcatcher is that they, like, Dreamcatcher's story is, I think, a lot simpler <laughs> in terms of the lore. <laughs> and that is saying something, because Dreamcatcher's lore is pretty deep also. Yeah. And it spans <laughs> years, like, more years than Billy's, like, yeah. since 2017. Yeah. I mean... Dreamcatcher's lore is pretty deep, but it's also, like, a lot all over the place, too. Like, in their last comeback, they were trying to solve climate change. (laughs) I haven't forgotten about that. (laughs) Well, because Dreamcatchers, they've had a long enough career to the point where they are on, like, the third kind of storyline. So, yeah, yeah, they've already wrapped up two whole kind of, like, episodes of lore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But for me, I mean, this song, this title track from Billy was giving kind of like G-Idol Tomboy, but... Better. But harder. Significantly better. I knew this conversation was going to go there, and I really tried not to bring it there because you know how I don't like (laughs) G-Idol Tomboy. I I do it's a skip song for me every single time and I like as I was prepping for this pod I was thinking like should I bring up G Idol and how this is better than that song but then I'll be like then I realized like mm, I'm not gonna slander G Idol unnecessarily but you brought it up so I'm gonna say it okay this is 100% better than Tomboy what so made this work versus tomboy i think tomboy has like it it has that same rock like guitar but it's a lot more mellow it's more like it's more pop kind of it's more easily consumable for like a pop audience tomboy Ah, so you're saying if they're gonna do it you might as well go all the way Yeah. yeah i maybe it's just my style i prefer rock songs to be like uh very hype okay makes sense yeah. to me billy definitely leans into the electric guitar they lean into kind of like mm-hmm. the loud like vocals on the top line um and that's something g idol i don't think really has yeah they they lean a lot on <laughs> so, so young. Young. hate them <laughs> and and her rap it's Soyeon featuring G-Idol. Let's be honest. Yeah. Soyeon and Co. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Gabe. I interrupted your wrap-up thought on Billy's Ring My Bell. Oh, um, I was just going to say that, yeah, the lore I think is interesting. I, I don't know. I'm a little bit... Like, I feel like there's too many things going on that are unrelated. <laughs> like... The purple rain and the eleventh day, like there's like so many little details that they could just like have like spin off, kind of like go on tangents with. It's like a little too much mm-hmm. for me to understand. At least with yeah. Dreamcatcher, like it was a singular kind of 
storyline that they like followed mm-hmm. um like for their first kind of nightmare series and then for the second dystopia series and everything but i mean this is this is big i mean coming from an sm yeah. subsidiary you'd expect a big lore kind of background so i That's guess true. it's expected yeah and what yeah. have we been saying the past few episodes is we want world building, we want lore, and Billy said, "All right, I'll give you on, I'll give you everything." <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is this lore is not for the faint of heart, okay? If you are a Billy a believer, then you have to go all in. Because if you just miss a little detail, like then you just be lost. Yeah, clearly. I I'm so curious now. I I think I'm going to spend the rest of the night diving into this because from Ring Ring, I didn't expect this. So Ring Ring was my only exposure to Billy prior. And all I got from that was a live stage where Suki was like really expressive and really hitting. So I was like, okay. And that was the only impression it made on me. This whole review you just did of Ring My Bell and a coverage of their lore was like out of left field for me i was not expecting this (laughs) even though you had prepped us by being like oh this lore is wild like it's gonna be so long i I, a murder this fucking nightmare band or november band whatever the the it's a potential murder okay sorry if she was murdered we just know that in the trailer there was blood so is it her blood? Whose blood is it? We don't know. Is there a significance to the bell or the ringing? Like, oh. we've gone through all this lore, but I don't think we've mentioned a bell. <laughs> yeah, so... God. <laughs> There's like... this. It's a callback to their first music video. The number 11 is very significant um, in their trailer uh, after Billy has disappeared all of the members get a message on their phone a perp like the it's just a, a full image of their phone the background is purple there's a message on it it says on 11 11 November 11 I don't know on 11 11 today the sad and strange story will be repeated again near you. Darkness will take your bee, indicating that one of them will get taken away. Then, after that, they get that message, a bell rings 11 times. And this is in the trailer prior to the first, their debut song releasing. Now we're in the third mini album. And the, the title track is called Ring My Bell. So it's like a callback to the bell ringing 11 times. Okay, In the so... trailer of the first music video. It's not even in the first music video. It's in the trailer. It's only. in the trailer before the first music video. Oh my goodness. Okay. So it's the 11th day of the 11th month. And then they have a cat named November. And their band is called November Band. Where are you getting this cat? And <laughs> wasn't that in the, in the video? video? Yeah, it was in the music Probably. video for. I, I didn't. I didn't look at the the. They do the like a video. a little pop up in the beginning where like 
the it's like in an action movie where the characters have like a freeze frame and then it says their name. Oh, yes, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I need to get into this because what the fuck? Yeah, it's I don't understand where the bell is. I think the bell is supposed to signify ooh. I just heard like a knocking on my door. I got spooked because <laughs> I'm, I'm telling this spooky story. That was just to like signify that like whatever being took Billy is coming. Oh, that's scary. Um, oh, it's kind so- of it's kind of like uh, that. You know, if you watch Stranger Things, the most recent season, how there's like the grandfather clock that rings like however many Ah. times before like the people get like killed basically by the dude in the ultimate dimension it reminds me of that wow there's a lot of uh extended (laughs) theories or like things you could relate this to okay yeah that's uh i'm really i'm so curious to see how this story or this lore is going to be wrapped up or where they're going to take this what happens when they find billy will there be a new member added it's it going to be like espa where it's like a virtual member like (laughs) what is what is the long (laughs) game here you know or maybe it'll be like pretty little liars where they go like 20 seasons without finding a and then they finally add her and she's like a new member of the show and she was never dead she faked her death or whatever the storyline is. Spoiler. Oh. Sorry. Sorry for those watching Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> okay, that's been out for like a decade now, so. I know. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, anyway. But yeah, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. I I will. My last note on Billy is I really liked the outfits in this music video. It was very much like Avril Lavigne, yeah. like pop mm-hmm. punk 2000s i loved it loved the mesh loved all the checker print we're entering that era of fashion now crunchy and shit yes it's fun it is fun any other last notes on billy or the song or the music video or the song that was a lot they better have a comeback in november because they built their entire that's true around 11 that's true if they don't come back on November 11, then what was this all? What was for? this all about? What was this all about? Imagine if you're coming a believer, back in October and it's like, oh my god, I'd be so pissed. <laughs> don't talk to me in October, Billy. I want to see you in November. November 11th, no later and no sooner. Yeah. All right. Well, this was a, a wild ride of a cave ops episode. It usually doesn't get this extensive i guess i mean i feel bad yeah. now my wreck was fairly shallow um that's fine those yeah, are the parts right. that i like it's all about balance yes, yes. <laughs> all right so thank you for listening um again talk to us on instagram at idle talk pod unless you want to send us hate then go straight to gabe's instagram that'll be tagged <laughs> on the pod ig <laughs> rate review and subscribe to us on all the major streaming platforms and if you've got any feedback or content requests send us an email at idletalkpod at gmail.com and lastly don't forget that we have a content directory i work really hard on it to categorize song recommendations playlists and our concert and k-drama reviews so check it out it can also be found in the description of this episode thank you so much for listening bye Bye. Bye, guys.